Hi, everyone. I'm Rebecca Gagan, and this is Waving Not Drowning, a UVic Bounce podcast. Today's episode is being recorded on the unceded and unsurrendered territories of the Wasanich and Lekwungen peoples. In today's episode of Waving Not Drowning, I talk with Dr. Kevin Hall, the University of Victoria's president. When I asked Kevin if he could supply me with a bio uh, so that I could use it to introduce him uh, to listeners, he said, you know, all I really want you to say is just that Kevin is absolutely thrilled and honored to be UVic's eighth president. Kevin shares his experience of being the first in his family to attend university. And he talks about some of the challenges of really trying to navigate this new context of the university and, you know, not, not really knowing how he, he shares a powerful story of sitting in um, one of his first engineering classes and the professor introducing themselves as a doctor. And Kevin says that he immediately thought that he was in the wrong class and in the wrong program because he had thought that he was going into engineering and didn't understand that um, the professor had the title of doctor because they had received a, a PhD and not because they were a medical doctor. Kevin's story really lays bare the fact that knowing how to university, as Andrew Murray discusses in his episode, is contingent on so many factors, and it's really um, one of the central challenges of making the transition to university, and it's something that really needs to be learned and, and navigated, and that so many students simply do not have that context when they come into university. Kevin talks about how he learned pretty quickly to get support from those around him, to collaborate, to learn from others so that he wasn't having to do it alone. And in, his, in this conversation, he really emphasizes the importance of recognizing that uh, you don't have to go it alone, that this isn't a path whereby there are rewards from a kind of individualistic um, a perspective where you just battle through on your own, that so much is gained from working with others, from working in community. Kevin shares his experience of being a student who was always concerned about how they would pay their tuition, that he didn't come from um, a family that had a lot of money to uh, support him through university uh, financially. So he always had the stress of figuring out um, how he would work to pay for the tuition. And I think this is something that so many students, especially here in Victoria, um, can relate to, that in addition to their studies, they are always working. Kevin shares how it was as an undergrad that he really learned the importance of being open to diverse perspectives and of listening to others. For Kevin, a key to thriving at university was working together and thriving together as a community. I'm Rebecca Gagan, 
here today with Dr. Kevin Hall, and this is Waving, Not Drowning. Well, hi, Kevin. Thank you so much for being here today to share some of your own experience uh, as a student. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing really well, Rebecca. First of all, you know, thanks for inviting me. I'm absolutely thrilled to do this, and uh, I think it's really important that students hear about um, some of their professors' journeys. And uh, so I'm, I'm doing really well. I, I um, you know, this is a pandemic, of course, um, so it's stressful for all of us. Um, it, it's meant a lot of really hard work for, um, for us at the university to make sure everybody, everybody's going to have a good experience, you know, whether it is uh, the online experience we've just gone through for the last uh, 16 months or, you know, whether it's going to be this return to campus that we're busy planning now. So it's been a really busy time. Um, you know, who would start a new job during a pandemic? Um, you know, that was me. I, I moved here from Australia in November. Um, two countries with two totally different responses to COVID, by the way. And, um, you know, it was a, just a really interesting time. It was, it was a tough trip to travel. I had to, of course, go through quarantine when I arrived. Um, and then I had to start my new job, uh, virtually, uh, you know, meeting, I think, over 3,000 people in the last 10 months mostly by Zoom. Um, so it's been a real uh, challenge that way. And, and, and uh, you know, thankfully, technology has really improved in the last uh, 16 months. So it's allowed us as a university, right, to connect mm -hmm. to each other, to connect uh, with our students and for our students to connect to, to themselves. And so, yeah, it's challenging time. Um, but I'm really impressed, I, I must say, with you, Vic, and, and how it has responded. It's been um, an experience that, um, you know, could be really daunting, but it's been made easier by the fact that the UVic has handled this pandemic, I think, really, really well. And, and I don't say that because I'm working here as the president. <laughs> I have experienced what's going on at other universities, and, and I would just say we're in a really good place um, right now, and, and we're really getting excited about uh, September. I'm really getting excited. I mean, I, I go for a daily stroll around campus, and I try to walk up to people, students, staff, and faculty, introduce myself, just have a chat. But it's been really hard to find people. And, and so I, you know, I've, I've noticed in the last couple of weeks, more and more people returning to campus. Yeah. It's been great. It's great to learn people's stories and, and how they're coping um, you know, during this pandemic. And it's taken a different toll on, on different people in different ways. And, and I think you know, what we've tried to do as universities to put support mechanisms in place to really help people deal with some of the stress, anxiety, uncertainty that exists around this pandemic. Absolutely. And Kevin, was there anything that you found personally um, to be really helpful for you in terms of coping with all of the stresses? And I mean, I think that, um, you know, starting a new job, even in the best of times, is yeah. very challenging. It's really stressful. But to start it in the moment of a global crisis, a global pandemic, um, <laughs> you know, I'm just, I've been asking every guest really, like if there, you know, was something that they found to, to really help them get through. Yeah, that's a great uh, question, Rebecca. I, I guess a couple of things for me, of course, when I, when I um, accepted the job, it was about uh, four or five months before I actually started. And I would say the university in general did a fantastic job in putting together uh, an information package, over 3,000 pages of information about the university. 
which I dutifully read, uh, which really was fantastic because it told me about, um, you know, what, what is important to UVic and, and what's the culture at UVic and what are the processes and critical issues. So that was really good, uh, just from the back, being prepared, I guess. But I think the other thing that's, that has really stood out for me is uh, both at the university and in the community is the sense of community. Mm-hmm. It's the friendly nature of everybody here. And it's actually, you know, refreshing as I come back to Canada after eight years in Australia to be reminded of Canadians and, and, and what they stand for and, and how friendly we generally are compared to other populations where I've lived and worked. So, so but, but Victoria in particular and the university has been so welcoming, so accommodating. It's just made this transition uh, so easy for me. And so I just big thanks to everybody on campus, our student staff and faculty that, that I've met and that I've just talked to through town halls. Um, there's never been a sense of, you know, who are you and what are you doing here? And you're an outsider. And so that's really been fantastic. Well, and I think that that actually makes a really beautiful segue into my next uh, question, Kevin, which is really, you know, UVic Bounce is about trying to build community, build connection through our sharing of our own stories and stories that involve challenge and difficulty. And one of the key goals of UVic Bounce is really to, um, as I say, deepen our connections with each other uh, and build community through that that kind of shared um, vulnerability in some ways, and just to to change the conversation that uh, exists on you know university campuses where we we focus a lot, understandably, on success and excellence, but that can often elide um, the the path or the journeys that we take to be successful or to in the pursuit of excellence where we do have challenges as students, as faculty, uh, there are struggles and we tend not to talk about those for all kinds of reasons, but UVic Bounce really wants to use this forum, use this podcast as a way of sharing those stories so that we are all on the same page in terms of understanding that our journeys through the university are complicated. They are, um, you know, filled with all different kinds of challenges and obstacles, some of which are systemic and that we, of course, need to be really focusing our attention on to um, reduce those barriers for students so they don't have to struggle in certain ways. And so I just want to say, Kevin, it's so meaningful that you are here and willing to share your story with us of your own experience as a student, because I think students don't often get to hear those those (laughs) stories, right, that you too have been a student at a university uh, before you know, being a president who's really running universities. So uh, I would just be so grateful if you could share some of your story uh, with us today. Yeah, Rebecca, absolutely uh, happy to. And I, and I think I would just really start off by saying, you know, uh, I've been around universities a long time now as, as a student, obviously studying for three degrees uh, and as a, as a professor and more recently, you know, working in leadership at a university, still a professor, of course, and I think that's an important thing to remember. And, 
you know, I, I think whether it's in my academic life or outside of life, one of the important things for me has always been to recognize that, um, you know, collaborating and working together in teams is really important. And when you do that, you really have to have um, respect for what everybody else brings to the table. And that doesn't mean you always get your way, but it just means you need to be a good listener. And I think I've, I've embraced that since I was uh, a student. Uh, I, went to, uh, I went to Queen's University. Um, I you know, was the first in my family to go to university. In fact, my, my parents, um, uh, both of them, uh, my mom had her grade six education and my dad had his grade five education. My mom, uh, for various reasons, left school to help her mother with a business. Her father had died during the war from the UK. When, uh, when the, the kids were growing up, we were young, my parents decided to move to Canada because um, we were in the wrong class in the UK to go to university. And they thought education was really important. And if I fast forward to now, there were four children in, in their family, three brothers and sisters for me. All four of us have university degrees. Um, two are professors, one's a high school teacher and one's a public school teacher. So education has been a really important thing for me. But I would say as the first in family going to school, there were, were certainly challenges. Um, uh, when I was a student at Queens, for example, my first, uh, my first week there, um, I went into engineering uh, because I was good at math and science and the high school teacher, high school guidance counselor had said, hey, you should do engineering because you're good in science and math. I really had no idea what it was, um, but I took it. I show up to my lecture in the first in the first week and somebody comes in and says, I'm, you know, Dr. So-and-so. My first response is, I'm studying engineering, not medicine. I'm in the wrong building. I had no concept of what a university was, what a professor was, uh, how things would be different from high school because I had no reference point. My parents couldn't, you know, experience that with me. Um, you know, we were also from, I guess you'd like, if you like the wrong side of the tracks in terms of financial wealth. And so my, my family... Uh, wasn't able to, uh, you know, pay for me to go to university. And so finance was always an issue. And so I struggled through university, having multiple jobs, um, why I'm studying engineering, uh, both um, during the term and in the summer. And at the time, I mean, I didn't see that as a burden, but it obviously must have cut into my, uh, to my studying time. So that was, that was always a challenge was making sure I had enough money to go back to school the next year. Um, and that was, you know, the, the story through my bachelor's and master's degree. I think the other piece was uh, not having, um, you know, somebody at home to kind of help you with your first year assignments, to have a look at them, read them over, meant that I had to find alternative pathways, and which, which is why I say, you know, finding opportunities to collaborate and build teams around you are really important. So I, you know, quickly glommed onto uh, some of what I thought were the smart kids in the class and, uh, and started trying to study with them and sharing ideas. But I do remember distinctly in my first term at, at Queens as studying engineering, uh, you know, midterms came around and I, I failed four midterms. Now I've never failed anything in my life. I sailed through high school, not really doing much and doing really well in terms of marks. But this was a different game. And, and I had to, um, I guess, really learn, you know, what university was about. And, and that, again, I relied on friends and peers and colleagues. Um, and really had to learn how to time manage. That was, you know, a skill I, I didn't have. And how do I, you know, deal with these six courses and in those days, six exams in three days? And how do I sort of manage all the studying and things like that? So, you know, it was a, it was a real learning experience for me. And, and I would say to students, in fact, you know, university is about learning uh, around the edges of the courses. It's not just about your courses. The courses are great and they teach you things. They teach you how to learn. 
essentially, but it is the extra things that you have to do to make sure you're successful. And everybody's different and you have to kind of find that, that magic formula that works for you of how hard you have to work, how hard you have to study, uh, how much fun you can go and have, uh, how you can slack off, whatever it is, you've got to find that balance for yourself. But doing that, um, you know, in groups is fantastic. And the other piece for me that was important was the extracurricular activities that to, to recognize that it's important to get engaged in other things at universities, whether it's clubs or sporting teams or volunteering in the community, of which I did all three because I was really keen on building, um, you know, building my brain and building my, uh, trying to find out what it is I liked in life. Um, and, and so I just think, you know, that, that getting involved in the university beyond your classroom, it's just so critical. And that's been one of the challenges, right, with, with uh, the pandemic, yeah. is we've had to suspend a lot of the things we do normally as a university, unfortunately. And, and although we can do some of those things virtually, um, there's nothing like sitting around with friends and colleagues and teammates and, and club members and just having some great discussions about all kinds of things in life. That's the important piece of the university. So it was, I wouldn't say it was a struggle for me. I'm not going to complain, but it was a, you know, it was a new, very new thing for me. And I think a lot of students will experience that when they come to university. Um, the transition from high school to university can be quite difficult. And I think that's really, um, you know, that's really critical. Well, Kevin, I think actually there's a, a lot to unpack here in terms of what you've shared in your own experience about not just that transition, but about um, how university and, you know, making that transition to university is about so much more than just the classes that you pick and the content that you're learning from those courses. And we, our most recent episode on Waving Not Drowning is with Andrew Murray, who talks about how to university. And he shares a similar experience of coming to university and having really no idea how to do university. And I think what you've added here by sharing your story is also that um, it, it, it's not just that it's, you know, you're moving into post-secondary and there's new courses. It's that if you are like you were the first in your family to, to go there, you, you don't have that kind of context. You need to find, as you've suggested, other forms of support, like who are your people in a certain sense, right? Like who are going to be those that will support you? Um, if, for example, you, you aren't, you know, not that your parents aren't supportive in all kinds of ways, but if there isn't, you know, oh, my parents, for example, were both, are both academics. And uh, so when I went to university, I had been around professors my whole life. That's and true. I, you know, my dad was a university administrator. I understood universities. I knew how it worked. I completely took it for granted that I had that knowledge, that I knew how to talk to professors, right? Like, right. Yeah. how do I ask for help? How do I uh, negotiate all of the sort of bureaucracy of the university as well, right? But all of those things that you, you, you don't know how to do. Yeah. And so I've talked to several guests who have shared a similar experience to you, and I've realized myself just how much there is for students to start to uh, figure out when they land here, yeah. and that if they don't have that, there's even there's another layer then of work to do to access uh, that support that you need that is here, but even sometimes knowing how to access 
the help can be yeah, a challenge, yeah. right? I, I think that's that's really important, Rebecca. And look, I would say, you know, my kids, uh, when they went to university, of course, uh, the first thing they would do is say, Dad, I got a paper. Can you review this for me? Yeah. Sure it's okay. Um, and, but I'm not going to say they didn't struggle either, but because uh, I can't speak for them. But I do think what you've just said is really important. And I think um, sometimes through pride, I didn't yeah. uh, use the resources available to me when I was an undergraduate. It was kind of like, oh, no, no, I better not do that. I don't need that help. So I would say, you know, my, my perspective now has totally changed. And I, and I would just, students need to use all the resources available to make sure you, you know, you reach out for those resources. It could be around mental health issues. And we put in a tremendous amount of, you know, mental health counseling uh, just to help people get through the pandemic. In fact, it might not be anything to do with academia. It might be to do with, you know, depression because this whole world's locked down right now. Um, um, you, you know, sporting clubs, uh, other clubs, you know, there's resources in those clubs. And I think it, it's, uh, you know, mentoring, tutorials, all the, everything, you know, we provide so much student support. And is it underutilized? You know, uh, perhaps it is, because I think a lot of students won't access it just through pride. You know, I, I don't want to go and do that. And I, I just, you know, again, highly recommend to all students, use what's available. I couldn't agree more about students feeling a sense of um, shame about accessing, asking for help, right? That, well, I think many students feel like they should somehow just know how to how to write a paper, right? Yeah. How to, uh, I mean, I see that in my own classes where students uh, come to my office hours for help and, and, and are almost apologetic, right? Like why, um, and I say, oh, no, of course not. Like, we don't expect that you know how to do this in advance of coming here, right? <laughs> and and the same thing, just asking for, you know, whether that's mental health uh, support through counseling, that there is just a, a feeling that students can have of, um, of just shame and uh, that they need the help. And I think really emphasizing that um, we've all needed to ask for help and that it is there to be used. I think that I certainly as a student did not take advantage of the resources. Uh, I felt, oh, you know, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm not struggling enough or I don't, I don't, uh, that's other students, that's not me, but yeah. it was me. But I just didn't feel that I had sort of the right almost to go and ask for help. Yeah, yeah. I, and so, you know, one of the things that I think is fantastic about you, Vic, that I've learned in my first 10 months here is the level of support we put in place yeah. for our students and our staff and faculty, in fact, because we all need support at some point in time. And so I, I think the university should be really proud of the fact that it does have, you know, multiple layers of different types of help. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're absolutely happy to have those services taxed to the fullest. <laughs> yes, like that they need to be overutilized so yeah, absolutely. And that's yeah. what that's what we're hoping for so yeah. the other thing I wanted to just pick up on Kevin is um your your comment or you know you're sharing the part of your story in which you talk about needing to work and financial stress and I think that many of our students can relate to this that they um certainly I think many of my students uh are working at least a part you know working a part-time job all the way through their degree and are very concerned about um, how they will pay for their courses. Uh, I, like, I imagine that that was very stressful for you as a student. As you said, like, it was an additional thing that you had to think about, right? That mm -hmm. it was always in the back of your mind that you had to be paying for the next round of tuition. 
you know, how did you cope with that? Yeah, I, I, I guess um, I have to say two things. First of all, is 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 the recognition realization I had to work. I mean, I had no choice because I had to pay the bills. And so it was finding a job that fit in well with my schedule. And that meant also, again, you know, getting really good at time management, figuring out when it was I could actually work and when I needed to study. And everybody will be different mm -hmm. around that. Um, the other piece that I didn't use, and again, this goes back to using the resources available, were things like the bursaries available. And we, you know, again, at this university, we have a fantastic um, array of different bursaries to provide financial support uh, to those in need. Do we have enough? Absolutely not. Um, but, uh, but don't be afraid to tap into those resources, um, you know, if, if things are really looking poorly. Uh, the other piece for me was, again, what I mentioned earlier is that the recognition early on in my life that working together in teams and collaborating was really important. And that helped take some of the burden off of studying, recognizing you could work in groups um, with your colleagues. And, and you didn't have to do it all alone. You didn't have to solve all the problems yourself. You know, engineering is very much hands-on problem-solving um, and, and you could actually work together and you would learn the material in the same way as, as, as if you did it yourself, but you could mm -hmm. cut down on the time. And so, so the importance of, I guess, building some, some networks of peers that you like and you want to study with uh, can help you get through that lack of time you might have because you're out working some of the time. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I think, you know, Victoria itself is a, is an expensive city for, for all of us. Um, as is Toronto and Vancouver and Montreal and, and other cities. So we're not, a, we're not alone in, in terms of that uh, compared to other universities across the country. But it is, a, it is a, huge, a huge burden. So, you know, apply for all the bursaries you can, apply for scholarships um, mm -hmm. and see what happens. You can't be awarded them if you don't apply for them. And, and so again, you know, we, we tend to not uh, think about, oh, you know, I, I, I can't be bothered to fill in that application or I won't get it or whatever it is, but absolutely give it a go, you know, and, uh, and see what support can be made available through, through the university. And a lot of our funding for students comes through our alumni who, you know, put all kinds of donations into programs that support students. And I think that's important to recognize the, the value and benefit of our fantastic alumni and what they contribute to a student's experience as well. Um, and so um, and one of the things I did at Queen's was I actually wanted to make sure I got connected to alumni and I would encourage students to do that somehow because I, I was looking at the job market thinking, okay, I'm gonna graduate in engineering, I wanna get a job. Wow, I should meet some of these people that run these big companies, maybe I'm gonna get a job. Um, so there could have multiple benefits, right? For getting engaged in alumni. And that's certainly one of the things I, I hope to try to, um, to build on it, uh, UVic in my five years as president, is the connectivity or engagement with our alumni, um, because our alumni are really important to us. They're all people who have come through our programs and systems. Mm -hmm. They are a wealth of experience about what UVic is and what it has to offer. Uh, and they're also a support, you know, so um, it's an important piece of the university we often don't think about. <laughs> Well, some um, UVic alumni very generously uh, made uh, UVic Bounce videos to share some of their experience uh, as students as a way of supporting um, the, our current uh, students and building community. And so, um, and UVic alumni has been um, a big supporter of UVic Bounce. So I'm very grateful to them. Just picking up on um, a point that you made, Kevin, really about not feeling that you have to do it alone. So throughout our conversation today, one of the running threads has been 
that you very quickly realized that you would need support, whether that in order to navigate your university experience and in order to be juggling all that you were. So working, engaging in um, extracurricular volunteer work, all of those things that you wanted to do were at once uh, pathways to building community, but also these roots where you were finding um, support for yourself going through. And it seems to me that you recognize pretty early on that you, that not only did you not have to do it alone, but that you couldn't, that you needed, that you would need the support of others to really um, be able to thrive at university, that that was essential to your path. And it seems like that's now such a part of who you are. So when you talk about figuring out what you liked and who you are, it sounds to me like building community, being part of communities, working together early on became something that you you not only really enjoyed, but that you understood as necessary, not just for yourself, but for everyone in terms of thriving in a kind of university community. That, that was really important to me is, is building that network, uh, support network, if you like, um, probably not recognizing at the time, you know, as, a, as an 18, 19 year old, it was actually support, but recognizing how it helped me succeed at university, how it helped me, um, I guess, cope with the workload, um, build my sense of, um, uh, I, I guess, um, knowledge in the course in particular. And so, you know, forming study groups, uh, Meeting people through through clubs uh, were just critical to to my success at university, um, and I would just you know again encourage students. Um, you know, university is about learning in the classroom, but it's much more than that. It's about building friendships. You know, friendships that will last a lifetime. It's about um, collaborating, and, and and collaborating is is just you know working beside each other, listening to differences in opinion. And as I mentioned earlier, it's about, you know, really respecting what others bring to the table because you soon realize, you know, you may have been the big fish in high school, but you're all of a sudden into a, into a much bigger tank now. <laughs> and so there's a lot of things your friends will bring, uh, your colleagues will bring, um, your fellow students and peers will bring to your life that enriches not just your ability to study, but how you look at life in general and how you look at all these issues around that we're facing today in this world, that whether it's climate change, it's truth, respect and reconciliation, that's critical to this country. It's about uh, inclusivity, anti-racism. You, you won't get an understanding of all those issues if you put yourself in a cocoon. Um, you will get an understanding if you actually embrace the differences people bring to the table and, and surround yourself with, with people that aren't like-minded necessarily. The people that bring that diversity. I think the other thing that's fantastic to remember when you're at university is um, the world is a very multidisciplinary world. And you may be studying engineering, for example, um, or philosophy, for example. But the grand challenges that we're faced with today as a society uh, can only be solved by bringing those rich, diverse teams of people with different uh, backgrounds who who can think differently and and when you integrate everything together you come up with those solutions to our world's biggest challenges and so you know put yourself out of your comfort zone um 
get involved in things that you actually don't know anything about or get involved with people that, that know things that you don't know and really build that true sense of uh, multidisciplinarity that will, um, you know, that will solve these big challenges we're facing in, in life. Um, and I guess the last thing would be, you know, use the resources that are available to you. We've talked about that earlier, uh, but, um, you know, the resources are in place for a particular reason. They're there to um, really help build student success in the classroom, in your personal life, um, in the way you look and interact with the community. And so make sure you use the uh, user resources. And never forget, learning is not all in the classroom. And that's why it's important to connect and collaborate, because uh, that's, that's where you learn as much as you do sitting down, listening to a lecture or doing a laboratory. Well, Kevin, I think you've really, in what you've just shared, gotten to the heart of what UVic Bounds as an initiative is all about, but also I think what so many of us want to see for our students at the university, which is that real sense of connection and that, you know, you've talked about the importance of having a kind of community-minded um, uh, journey and, and having community and connection at the forefront versus a kind of individualism, not only where you feel you must do it alone, but you um, pursue that path at while well, sacrificing those connections. And I, I think what you've um, explained so powerfully is that it's not only the case that that kind of aggressive individualism won't help to solve the world's problems, but you also will be on a path in which you won't be able to access the kind of um, connection, the meaningful connection that helps you to grow as a human, right? That is right. so essential to, as I think we've learned through the, this pandemic, that connection is so essential to us. As, as humans, right? And that, that, yeah. we, that we need that. And I think that, um, you know, you, you've just really brought home the power of being in relation with others in a way that is, uh, of course, you know, respectful and genuine, but that in, enriches us all, enriches our communities, both local and global, right? And to be yeah. open, open to that. I think opening to connection is um, so essential when you start here at university and, and to surprise and to being truly hospitable to what might come, right, as, as, as a student that it, and it so exceeds what you are going to experience in the classroom. And I just want to thank you so much, Kevin, for sharing your story and, uh, you know, your, your own experience here and um, just also your commitment to really building um, community and connection here at UVic. Thanks, Rebecca. Look, I've really enjoyed the conversation and, and you know, to students that are listening, um, you make sure if you see me strolling across campus, you come up and say hello. And I'm really, I'm really keen on understanding, you know, how our students are enjoying uh, their experience at the university, um, not just the classroom, the whole experience. And um, um, we're always open to suggestions as well. And so there actually is a suggestion box. It's called suggestion box backslash uvic.ca. And believe it or not, 
uh, we respond in my office to every single suggestion that's made through that suggestion box. And we've had some fantastic suggestions from our students, staff, and faculty. And so if you've got some ideas on how we can make this a better university and, and how we can enrich your experience as a student, just, just let us know as well. So yeah, I've enjoyed the uh, conversation. Well, thank you, Kevin. And it's clear to me that the work you started as an undergrad in recognizing the importance of listening um, is still uh, continuing just as strongly as ever. So thank you very much for being here. All right, Rebecca, thanks. <laughs> Bye for now. You can keep listening to episodes of Waving Not Drowning on Anchor FM, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcasts. We'd love it if you would give us a like and a follow on Instagram at UVicBounce. Tune in next week for another great conversation. Until then, be well. <laughs>